Foreman podcast should not be interpreted as legal advice and are intended for general information purposes only. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us today as we continue to discuss investing in Colombia. I am Ty Rufner, a partner in Burn Foreman's corporate practice group and a member of the firm's executive committee. I am joined today by Jose Alejandro Torres, infrastructure and PPP partner with Jose Herrera Ruiz. Jose Herrera Ruiz will join Burr Foreman and ProColombia for our webinar on April 21st, where we will have the opportunity to share even more detailed information. Please visit the events section of our website, burr.com, for more information about the webinar. Jose Alejandro, thank you for joining me today. Please tell us a little bit about your law firm. Greetings, everyone. My name is Jose Alejandro Torres. I'm a partner leading the infrastructure practice in Pose Herrera Ruiz. Poserraris is a Colombian law firm that uses multidisciplinary systematic approach to finding creative, prudent, and value-generating business solutions to our clients. We do provide a full range of services to our clients, which are aimed at trying to optimize the return on investment and while minimizing risk for our clients. Likewise, we have extensive experience advising national and international transactions the most relevant and most complex transactions in Colombia in the past few years due to our commitment to our clients, our team, and our country. We are truly committed to provide the highest quality service in the legal industry in Colombia. Poserreras has been recognized by Chambers and Partners of the Colombia Law Firm for the year 2018, making it the fourth time we received this, this recognition. In addition, we are consistently recommended by Legal 500 Latin Lawyer the international uh, publication IFLR 1000, among other international publications, in all on our practice areas. These areas include infrastructure, public procurement, M&A, and corporate law, corporate law, tax planning, international commerce, capital markets, and financial law, among others. Does your firm work with United States companies? And if you do, can you provide us a story or an example of a United States company that has decided to invest in Colombia recently? Our firm does work with U.S. companies. Just recently, we have uh, advised in the infrastructure and public procurement transaction, advising a U.S. investor in a newly awarded Puerto Solo concession in order to contribute and ensure the country's energy supply the National Infrastructure Agency, ANI, granted the concession to the Sociedad Portuaria Energética Multipropósito y Contadores Puerto Solo Buenaventura S.A., which supports the construction and operation of a new port terminal specialized in hydrocarbons, which will be located in the Bay of Buenaventura. Buenaventura is the largest seaport in Colombia uh, on the Pacific coast. This port is expected to start its partial operation by 2022 and facilitate the importation of LPG, propane, HD5, liquid, liquefied petroleum gas, and refined petroleum products, especially diesel and gasoline, from the United States coast and the Gulf of Mexico to Colombia. We assisted our client during the full process of concession award, including the obtain, uh, uh, seeking permits and the negotiation of the concession agreement. What are the infrastructure trends in Colombia, and, and what are these trends that are attracting outside investors? We do believe that the infrastructure trend offers a very attractive opportunity for, for investors, international investors in Colombia. 
the investor in infrastructure for Colombia has grown substantially. Both the national government and the department, departmental local governments have promoted the structure of projects in different sectors. Among these, tenders have increased for the construction of and infrastructure operations for basic sanitation and drinkable water. Likewise, it has opted for the modernization of airports and construction of new, of new airports. The same way, it is worth highlighting the efforts of territorial entities, especially the municipal entities in the development of the rehabilitation and improvement of mass transport systems or rapid transport bus systems. This, in fact, has been a constant advance in the different regions in the, of, the, of our country. So it can be said that the mobility sector has advanced substantially in the recent past. Are there any recent high-profile projects that are currently underway? Amongst the, the, the recent high-profile projects currently underway, we can point to the Water Waste Management Facility of Canoas, which is being uh, sponsored by the local sewage company of Bogota. This project is aimed to preliminary dimension the treatment of domestic water wastewater from local uh, river streams out of the Swacha municipality and contribute to the Bogota River Clean and Sanitation Program at the middle basin of the river. Finally, it is also aimed at improving the quality of life to the, to the riverside population. Likewise, it is expected to treat around 70% of Bogota water, wastewater and 100% of Swatches discharge water. In this line, the construction of the primary and secondary treatment of, with disinfection of the Canoas wastewater treatment facility will be, con, will be contracted. Also, there is a, the, what it's called the eastern, the sec, section three of the eastern trunk of the mass integrated transportation system MIO of the city of Cali which has been declared a, pro, a strategic project for, uh, due to its importance to the national government through decision uh, uh, documented through COMPES. COMPES are docu official documents. This COMPES is number 418, allowing and authorizing the co-financing and the strengthening of, mobi of, the, of the mobility system of the city of Cali. With the execution of, the, of this project, it is expected to have a substantial increase in the quality of life of residents of neighboring areas uh, of low economic stratum, which and, and it's expected and estimated to mobilize around 480,000 passengers per day, from 480,000 to 870,000 passengers per day by the year 2027. This case is similar to Ibagué's strategic public transportation system, which is a project with, which will expect to benefit around a half a million people at Ibagué municipality, one of the middle cities in Colombia, and will have an investment of around 466 million US. According to what was mentioned by the National Planning Department, resources will allow the intervention of around 22.3 kilometer, kilometers around of principal lanes, 268 stops, nine terminals, seven integration stations, and nine yard workshops in an in in integrated infrastructure cycle 
and works that will contribute to the mobility of the capital of the, uh, of the Tolima department. Another project, which is airport-related, is, is the Café Airport at Palestina municipality which, municipality, which will improve the air connectivity of the Department of Caldas through the support of the nation, ensuring the provision of air navigation services and airport services in accordance with the norms and recommendations of the International Civil Aviation Organization and the Aeronautical Regulations of Colombia. The development of, the, of another type of infrastructure, the fluvial, has all been in the works. Evidence of this is another document, Compass 4028, issued by the National Planning Department, which is aimed to define the state contractual risk pro policy and profile guidelines for projects that develop under the PPP schemes and other schemes which involve the participation of private sector and the provision of river transportation services and the construction and operation of, of navigable canal infrastructure in the country. For this, it has been developed a risk policy for all these projects, focusing on the analysis of property, environmental, social, design, construction, operation, liquidity, and regulatory risk, among others. Likewise, the structure of the second line of Bogota Metro and the new line in Medellin's Metro has been initiated in the structuring in order to improve, the met to improve and enhance metro system coverage in this country. Colombia recently announced its fifth generation road concessions. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Have any projects begun under this program to date? It's worth mentioning the fifth generation road concession system. This relates to, to, to a set of new bits opened under the PPP schemes in Colombia, including specifically Avenida Longitudinal Occidente in the southern section of Bogota, also known as Alosur. This project is of strategic importance for the city in Bogota to the extent it, expect, it is expected that it will improve mobility and traffic conditions in the city, especially heavy traffic from the south and west of Bogota to the south of the country. This is also the case for Northern Access 2 project, which is expected to increase access through the northern part of Bogota, improving poor road conditions and allow for the consolidation of a more efficient traffic flow between Bogota and the northern municipalities, which are heavily populated and there is a heavy commuting traffic between these municipalities. Looking ahead, what do you believe are the biggest challenges that Colombia will have in a post-pandemic world? Looking ahead, the biggest challenges for Colombia in the post-pandemic world, in our opinion, not only the generation of employment, but at the same time achieving a, a rapid and steady economic reactivation. Infrastructure, the infrastructure sector is crucial to achieve this two-fold objective. Another challenge is to carry out the very thorough structuring and preliminary studies for projects to avoid the materialization of risks and delays in the construction of projects and overcost and overruns, which will affect the already very tight budgets, state budgets especially. Thank you again for joining me today. 
We look forward to continuing the conversation with Francisco Santos Calderon, the ambassador of Colombia to the United States, Javier Urrutia Escobar, director of FDI with ProColombia, and Oscar Tutasara, partner with Poste Herrera Ruiz over our webinar on April 21st. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast and we hope you tune in again. Thank you.